Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone's having a wonderful Tuesday evening. Uh, oh, look at that. We're already getting Josh Denny drives Uber chats in the chat. Exciting. I love having Josh Denny on the show. Uh, guys, we got a great show for you tonight. Uh, of course, it's the return of Conspiracy Couch. We've had a few episodes in the past. You guys enjoyed them, so I figured we'd do another one. Uh, but, of course, let's start off with some sponsors. We have TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend, and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great Tower Gang shirt that you see me wearing tonight by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you can join the Patreon subscribe star or become a member of my YouTube channel under all of my videos by hitting the join link, where you can get into a private Discord server and get all of Top Lobster's new gear uh, up to two weeks before it goes to the general population at, like, a 30% discount. So really save some big money and i'm traveling my ass off for uh state conventions now guys so if you would sign up for my patreon and help me out it would mean a lot to me uh we got to win this vice chair campaign and kick the losers to the curb man i'm tired of this corrupt bullshit we've been dealing with for the last i don't know decade in the libertarian national party uh and i i intend to root that out route that out however that word goes uh so please think about doing that and of course check out executive producers of the show anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs check them out today see what they can do for your business home or personal life they're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently guys we have a dope show for you tonight uh four wonderful gentlemen uh that are awesome and amazing uh and we're going to start off with my good friend the host of the cult of us podcast and the porcupine uh Stand-up comedian, Mr. Adam Nutter, sir. How you doing tonight? Are you, uh, are you, are you muted? You're muted. I was. You were What's muted. up, brother? Bear? What's up, man? How's it going? All right. <laughs> What's good, going on? Good to see you, dude. Uh, next, my good friend, the host of the System is Down podcast, Mr. Dan Smott, sir. How are you tonight? Hello, Josh. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I brought a brand new video tonight that is every clip of Josh. Any time he's ever said the N-word on his stream, I brought it here, and we're going to go over that tonight, I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Somebody, I, don't know somebody's ready. I don't know if that was on the agenda. Somebody's, somebody's ready. Is that Maybe the other Josh. Not, not this one. That, that, that could be. <laughs> and, of course, my other good friend and host of Dave vs. Goliath podcast, Mr. Dave Casey, sir. How are you? What's up, man? Good to be here. Thanks Good. for having me. Of course. And last but not least, our guest of honor tonight, the most canceled comedian on the internet, uh, past Food Network host, Mr. Josh Denny, sir. How are you? Hey! How's Uber life, man? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I haven't done it in a while. Fucking A, dude. What, why, why? Why? You always got these these guys, man, that follow you around and talk shit all the time. It's, it's so funny. Of all the jobs I've had, too, I always think it's funny that that's the one that they cling to. I was like, you know, I worked in McDonald's in high school. I think that's a little bit more trashy than being an Uber driver, but, you know. Hey, man, McDonald's is down the street from my house, and I was paying $15 an hour now. It's fucking insane. <laughs> I have, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I made five fifteen an hour when I worked there in high school. I have a McDonald's tattoo. It's the only tattoo I have. <laughs> wow, <laughs> represent. I have a, yeah, I have man. some pretty, I have some pretty funny tattoos too, man. It's good. I got, I got a Pac Man tattoo for my undying love for video games. So I get it. We all get weird shit on yeah. us. 
No, I mean, Dan, my whole Dan just, this whole arm is a 90s cartoon sleeve. Exactly. <laughs> Dan was like, uh, we have a super cut of every time I've said the N-word on a podcast. You must have a research team of 700 people because you ain't got the fucking time to find them all. We have been on it ever since you said you were coming on like three months ago, like four bookings ago. We've been we've been spending all that time digging them up just to bring on. There you go. Dan, we're going to cancel you again, Josh. It's time. You, you haven't been canceled yeah. enough, buddy. I'm going to start saying it more, I think. <laughs> yeah, double down, I say. You know, when shit gets rough, just double down, dude. It's the best well, way to do it. true. Double I mean, down. We're, we're, now we're just being ridiculous where, uh, you know, th this is the thing is like when people believe that, that context doesn't matter with words, what they're basically saying is we don't have to listen to you. We'll just decide what you're saying regardless of the sounds that are coming out of your mouth yeah. based off of your race. And what we believe we know about your socioeconomic status, like what's so funny, this uh, I'm going to save a lot of this for my show because it's I, I want to get into uh, their response. But there's like this show in Florida uh, that's on like cable uh, on, on Afro TV. And they brought up my Trevor Noah tweet from a week ago, which oh. just basically says Trevor Noah is a millionaire. Uh, and I know what it's like. There are more than what it's like to be black in America than Trevor Noah, which is kind of like if you know a guy is like a fucked up contractor, you'd be like, I know more about building houses than that fucking guy. Right. You're being sarcastic. And the female, the woman who hosts it, her name is Sassandra. She hosts the show and she goes, uh, what a statement is just clearly racist. And I'm like, what is racist about criticizing a millionaire and just making a sarcastic aside? It's not even like a joke. It's just a quip. So it's sort of this thing. I went in their comments and went, um, hey, I would just love for somebody to explain to me how that tweet is racist because I've got better ones. You know? Way better. <laughs> Way better ones that I think yeah, I'd like to hold them next to that and go, nah, I think this one's a lot more racist and uh, yeah, we could crown a champion on your like, show. I actually said it great. in this tweet. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no shit, dude. I, I, I was watching that. I mean, he retweeted you on that. And uh, yeah, and was talking bad shit. It was so it was beautiful. It really was. It was pretty well. And then I went back and I was like, your entire show is propaganda for the left. Who's done more to harm black people in real life than any of the bullshit I do as a comedian. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the funny thing about it is so their their booker reached out to me to invite me to go on the Sassandra show on Afro TV. <laughs> oh, so dude, you should totally do it. Are you I'm going to read that. They're in Orlando. Uh they're gonna. I'm gonna read that on my podcast and go through it and kind of show you how hilarious that it is. Oh, dude, I can't it's really, wait. It's really the funniest shit ever. And there are so many elements. First of all, they're just like, we would love to have you on your show. We're not gonna pay to fly you out to our show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, feel, free to, feel free to fly yourself out so that we can call you a white supremacist on basic cable. The other thing that's funny is the other thing that's funny is when they go uh we're broadcast into 14 million homes on xfinity and i go yeah but that's not how many are watching this nah. sassandra show no. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, i'm gonna like... start telling people uh my show's on every iphone in america <laughs> i don't know if you guys my <laughs> podcast it goes to every phone in the world bro you too uh, nice right. you yeah see, all right, of us theoretically right? you could be like i am in contact with seven billion people directly. i have a potential audience of seven and a half billion people <laughs> yes if, if you do any podcast you better do mine yeah no shit that's a that's a fuck dude I, I, joe rogan doesn't even have that kind of reach man well then technically he does uh, well maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe well, no, I don't know. Not, we all not, all of, 
Not all of those phones have Spotify though, and most people don't want Spotify because it's a piece of shit app. So I, know. I yeah. actually, Less. yeah, I'm a, Less. he's not on YouTube. I'm an Apple Music guy. Just watch his YouTube clips now. I'll go into Spotify and actually watch a full episode if it's a topic or somebody I really care about. But he definitely lost. I watch a lot less even before all this stuff. Same. Uh, just yep. moving to Spotify. I will Same. tell you guys, Same. and and uh, sh without shame, that I am a Spotify user and I use it every single day. Uh, I I work twelve hour shifts, and uh, so I throw the the Bluetooth headphones on, and I can let Spotify play in the background and listen to whatever I want all day long. He and... listens to one Rogan episode that lasts the entire day. Yeah, so. pretty much. They're, they're like three hours. So, no, I, I don't li – and I also am not a big Rogan listener. Like, I listen to Rogan when, when there's a podcast, when he does a, a show that I really want to hear. Like, when he had Robert Malone on, I've listened to that episode twice, well, the full thing. Yeah, you know and I mean? the rest of, like, America listen to that episode. Yeah, and if you haven't, you're <laughs> a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, listen to it. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> the biggest ones I like to listen to are the alien ones. So, like, I will listen to the Bob Lazar one or anytime he has uh, Jeremy. I'm drawing a blank on his last name, but the uh, best alien has... ones that he does is with Tom DeLonge from Blink 182, though. Oh, that was, that was a good, good one. one. Oh, I watched all of that. That was great because they were just ripping him to his face and he didn't get it. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, and Josh knows this, that was a very comic thing to do from Joe to like, just like, hey, we're going to make fun of you and oh, yeah. you're not going to realize it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing I love too is Tom DeLong is like the, the best edging pornogra pornographer of the alien phenomenon. He's just like, <laughs> in six more months when we release all this information, dude, all the small things of information, uh, it's going to blow people's minds. They're like, what is the information? Six months, bro. Six months, bro. <laughs> okay. okay, and it's and I waited for that six months, and it was nothing. Everyone right? did. Like, and then they're like, here's some pictures. Like, and you're like, wait a minute. We've already seen these pictures. We knew they existed already. That's fucked up, dude. Also, it was the biggest douchiest thing ever where he was like, listen, the government is like feeding us top secret information and we can't just put it all out at once because it'll blow people's minds. So what we're going to do is we're going to leak it through a series of books that you buy, and <laughs> movies that you pay to see and albums that I make that yeah, I sell. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this doesn't sound like a leak of information. This yeah. just sounds like you started a production company. Like, bro, have has you not made enough money yet, Tom? Seriously. Seriously, yeah, off, exactly, off your, off your right. three chord bar chord songs, you haven't yeah, made enough. All money the yet. small things, Tom. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Reed Coverdell went on Kennedy last night. Did you guys catch it by the chance? Yeah, I watched it. That yeah. was wild. His hair was awful, dude. But... <laughs> the hair was the hair was bad, but the the message was on point. Message he literally he got on there and talked shit about both parties, the government. I mean, he he he. You know, and then everybody who's going to his page on Twitter, the first thing they see is January sixth was a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> also, I don't know if you guys caught this, but Kennedy put a joke out when she was like introducing Reed and it bombed. It was an awful joke. I forgot even what it was. Oh. It was just a bomb. And Reed did the like, Reed did a great job of being like, Yeah. So uh <laughs> Yeah, what, what, what was it that he said? What, what was it that I she said? And then when she made so the post, bad. she's all listen up, mother truckers, and it was like that oh, was you bad fucking too. Boomer. Yeah, well, you know, women aren't funny. <laughs> she gets a pass, but we all know that. <laughs> hey, man, is it is it in poor taste for us to talk about how much we wanted to bang Kennedy back in the day? No, I think everybody <laughs> did at some point. Okay, cool. Back in the day, sure. Her, unless her unless you're gay, then you definitely wanted to bone Kurt Loader. You know what I mean? So I her that. and Daisy Fuentes, they could both. Yeah, Daisy Fuentes. Fuentes. Oh, yeah, it was That's Daisy right. fucking Fuentes, dude. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people and, forget she hosted whatever a TRL became. It was like the weekly video countdown, and then that later became TRL. Yeah. And then and Carson Daly. What a career, Carson man. Daly. Yeah. She's that's a long time. That's like three decades of Kennedy. 
Yeah, she's Kurt Loder was time. her. Uh, that was like her libertarian introduction, right? That was the dude that. Yeah, because Kurt Loder was a, a libertarian. He just recently Kurt, was like saying some authoritarian bullshit that I saw. Kurt Loder was like he, he works for Reason, doesn't he? He does like movie reviews for Reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Oh, what a douche! Yeah, I mean, he could do, he could do better. Yeah, he, he does work for Reason. That's right. I, t- I you know I don't pay any fucking attention to Reason whatsoever unless uh, they're talking about me personally. <laughs> and I've had there's been two. Two or three different times now where a reason uh, um, columnist or, or, or editor has reached out to me and said, hey, I want to have a phone conversation with you uh, that I'm going to put out. I'm going to put out this article and I need your take on it. So I'd give them my take and then they completely leave me out of the article. Like three. I'm not even going to answer their fucking phone calls. Journalism. That's annoying. Yeah. It's like it's like you called me about they called me about the New Hampshire thing. Because they were going to put an article out about it, and I laid it all out. We reached all the f- out to Joshua Smith for a comment, and he gave us one that we weren't big fans of. So <laughs> exactly. we're going to move on from that. Exactly. <laughs> like, she didn't quite prove our point. So, well, yeah, uh, hey, yeah, he made some real salient points that kind of contra- just completely destroyed ours. So we left those out. <laughs> well, I, you know, reason reason was like totally like, oh, we got to get rid of the New Hampshire party. You know, they're fucking extremists and shit. And so when they reached out to me, I was like, here's what happened. The, the, they did everything by the book, the right way, the way it was supposed to be done. And these other people tried to steal the party from them this is how they tried to steal the party from them and they were like oh no no that's not good enough we can't we can't tell the truth because that wouldn't be right you know what i mean i've yeah, given well, up like, yeah you know, you know all the bullshit that we do to prevent libertarians from joining the presidential candidates on debate stages we we do that when we scrub articles <laughs> yeah dude it's fucking insane but okay let's talk about truckers man because I, I i'm i'm really into this trucker shit i don't know how you guys feel but it's dude, cool it's yeah. it's fucking cool dude like i don't think people ever just stop and realize how much i mean the supply chain means and and truckers mean uh to to our everyday lives you know what i mean i think they're finding out the hard way in canada especially right now but i mean do you guys do uh, josh do you think that uh do you think it's accomplishing anything i don't know i mean it's definitely it's definitely riling people up i I think the the difficulty with supply chain stuff like that is it takes a little while to for there to be that sort of lagging indicator yeah, but uh, you know, I, I any kind of organization like that that is um, actually designed to disrupt, I, th- I think is good. You know, and and yeah, I agree with uh, whoever said uh, January sixth was a disappointment. It's like, well, yeah, you guys ran in there like a bunch of dildos. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what was the purpose of that? You know what yeah. I mean? So Are you, you, more actually... like you guys were let in there like a bunch of dildos. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's just like uh, you know. So the trucker thing I like because um, it's it's big, it's organized, and it seems to be pretty effective at, at what it's attempting to do. Sure, Dan, what do you think about truckers? Are you in love with truckers, buddy? Oh, uh, dude, I have a lot of respect for them. I I trucked. I moved back to the Midwest and I trucked for about six months, got my class A CDL, did it, and uh, wanted to blow my fucking brains out and said, I don't care what I have to do, to just get me the fuck out of here. And thank God that I did. Because uh, some people are just not be here built doing for the this. road, Dan. No, definitely not. Some and people- I, I don't care about money. I grew up poor, so that's not a motivation for <laughs> sure, me. So. Sure. I have seven uh, kids, yeah. so the, the more I can be on the road, the better, you know? Yeah, I. <laughs> get me out of here yeah they uh well it was funny because when i did it for a bit i would like anybody i trained under i would ask them do you enjoy your job and everybody's like fuck no (laughs) like nobody wants to do that job so the fact that we have people like uh reed who are you know out there doing it and uh, doing it like he he enjoys what he does and uh then we, we have these truckers that are using it for uh, you know, to protest and everything. I think it's a beautiful thing. And my favorite part about it is now the Canadian government threatening to take away their gasoline because uh, that's a nice government solution for you. If the trucks won't get out of the way, maybe take their gas away. That'll help. 
Well, Dave, they, they, well, to me, that's oh. that's the that's the most effective thing about what the truckers are doing is because you're seeing how little organization and pushback against the government it takes before they unleash absolute utter fascism. Sure. Right. Like yeah. stealing the GoFundMe money. Uh, you know, now we're going to take your gas away. How long before they're like, we're, we're going to we're just going to start pulling them over and arresting them. You know, yeah. it's, it, we're getting to that point. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, they, them, so. well, that's what I was about to say, Dave. They stole the they stole the GoFundMe. So this is what happened. They they, they it was like the the first million actually went to the truckers, and then another six million came in, and GoFundMe halted it, took the six million, and said we're going to give it to a charity of the truckers' uh, uh, coalition's choice. And everybody was like, "The fuck you are," because you know they were going to give it to like Black Lives Matter or some stupid shit like that. And uh, out all the truckers, so that they could, so that they could take it by another million dollar home. Right, exactly. exactly. All, well, all the Jesus. truckers were big Black Lives Matter and uh, pro-choice fans. So. Yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> well, it's so, right place, it's so check they it really out. Really loved Joe Biden, apparently. So check it out. They so what everyone started doing was filing for chargebacks right to get their money back and it was costing gofundme 15 dollars for every chargeback awesome. right so mm-hmm. so not only were they having to refund the money to the people who were donating they were also getting charged another 15 at least 15 bucks per chargeback and it, it essentially was taking money like big time money away from from uh, gofundme and so gofundme's like never mind we're gonna give all the money back <laughs> and, you know, and, and people just kept filing for chargebacks and so i don't know how much money they've lost but hey man the market's spoken you're idiots you know yep yeah dave yeah, what do you think about that yeah. um i think it's i think gofundme must have been under like a shit ton of pressure like i'm sure they don't want to give that money back you know what i mean to do that shit which is crazy that you know they're so one-sided like that but yeah the trucker thing man i think that that's really awesome it reminds me of like like this is the real silent majority i've been kind of like waiting to see like create a huge stink and uh it's really cool it's really inspiring i like seeing those guys man it's like salt of the earth dudes just like you know they're not activists right you know what i mean i mean i guess they're participating in some activism but they're just trying to get to work like it's so it's crazy but it's you know this is way bigger than like you know the bundy ranch stuff like i mean physically sure. like it's taking up so much space and that's and the horns people hate to be annoyed so like hawk hawk motherfucker it's so great it's so great yeah i'm all about it yeah yeah absolutely adam do you think it's a do you think it's uh contributed to all of a sudden them doing a 180 on mass mandates around the world yeah, i mean i think partly i think either, there's even like a new province of canada right that they're like walking back already Everything. their mandate stuff yeah. and it's it's funny too because like if you see like trudeau's dumb fucking speech He's trying to be like the president of Independence Day, but he's not at all. He's just a fucking dumb loser. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like the right wing fascist. And like, he's and Cuban, like, and then, and then, like, you, yeah, <laughs> so he's like, he's like yelling how they're like racist, right wing trucker. And then, like, you, they cut like video of them like cleaning up like trash and like feeding the homeless. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like, Canadians, right? They're like the most polite yeah. society in the world. They're like, hey, I was like, there's some piece of trash over there. Hey, pick that up. And they're like, fascism, you know? Yeah, it, it cuts back to being like they have to be stopped like it's like dude you're i want to see the snl sketch where uh trudeau is up there like the independence day president he's like we will not go quietly into the night but he's just like drowned out by a sea of horns so he just like silently yeah yeah snl will never do that ever no of course not because that's state propaganda comedy and state propaganda comedy is not funny exactly you know what sucks about this though it does suck and it like the 1960s were so like 
I don't know. I looked on them as like, you know, the time of like awakening and, you know, speaking truth to power, all this shit. I'm sure there was, you know, dark sides too. But like these motherfuckers like Joni Mitchell and uh, Neil Young, like you should be writing brand new songs about these people. You're fucking up by, you know, being on the corporatist yeah, well, you know, side you know, of things. It's just gross. Well, when, when you spend that long and owned by like. No, but half the music's owned by like the dude who was like the CEO of Pfizer. Right. I did hear right. that. Right. He's like so, a spokesman at this point. Yeah. Right? So, you know, like, it's that, it goes course. back to that that Nietzsche quote, right? You know, be careful if staring into the dark or whatever, because sometimes the dark will stare back. I mean, that's that's what's happened to these people. They've been in corporate America for fucking forty five years, dude. You know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, really, everything that they have earned has come from corporate America. And so they they know, you know, to them, being a part of corporate America is, is fighting the man because that's where they've, you know, all their music sold to corporate America. So they, they're, it's not like, it's not like they're, they're pro corporation and pro big pharma. It's just that that's who's fed them for the last fucking 40 years. And so they, we, they you know, they believe everything they tell them all the time, obviously. We've made this country to we, you know, through technology, through innovation, we've made existence too fucking comfortable for people. Oh, yeah. And especially if you have some dough. Right. So like that's the problem. I did a whole piece like a year ago or something on like when people talk about the threats of automation and artificial intelligence, we're already living amongst it, you know, and that was what was so cool when the whole NPC thing came out, because. That is like 90% of people you encounter in your day-to-day basis. They just go to their job, they come home, they eat they eat their fucking, you know, uh meals out of a box that they get shipped every day that they barely have to think to cook and then they watch their shows that are designed by people who are just completely trying to shape their world outlook. Uh and then they go to bed and they wake up and they do it all again the next day. I mean, so we live in a world where we're surrounded by AI already people that are just these sort of amorphous blobs who never really have any sort of self um, uh, recognition and any sort of like true sense of self or purpose or, or any sort of greater uh, piece of existence, which was why the Joe Rogan thing was so uh, I think devastating and surprising for his actual fans, because you're looking at a guy who is, I think, perceived or well known as one of the most introspective people uh he's into psychedelics has this sort of outside of himself worldview and you realize like that guy doesn't want even doesn't want to deal with the discomfort of sticking by his principles and just immediately reverse course on you know what he's claimed to believe in for the last 20 years because comfort and money and and not everybody hating you is just easier yep no, I get it, man. And, and, and it's true. I mean, I was like, I was like rooting for Joe and then he came out with an apology and I was like, ah, you fucking yeah. asshole. You could have just, you yes. could have defeated the woke cancel culture by yourself. Right. He has a bit on his first special Joe Rogan live where he literally is like, they're just words, right? right? Like the fact that you allow a noise that comes out of my mouth to create such an emotional reaction for you right. is ridiculous. Right. And then now here we are 30 years later and he's like, it's never okay for white people to use that word in any context. And it's like, here we yeah, go. I feel like $400 million is a lot of millions of dollars though. It is. You know is it? But it, like, I, I, I have no idea. But to what degree, right? Like million millionaires kill themselves the same at the same yeah. fucking rate right. as poor people. It's true. It's true. So, and you know what's so really, you know what's funny like, is he he's already made that money. That's what bums me out. It's like, dude, you already made your fucking money, bro. Yeah, right? you already. Well, has this is it. the thing. This is the thing. People people don't understand the math. To buy ads on the Joe Rogan Experience before the Spotify deal, you had to buy a block of eight 
for four hundred thousand dollars. So you're paying fifty thousand an ad, geez. right? And he would read, uh, you know, five of those of <laughs> per episode. Right. So you're making two hundred and fifty grand an episode. Let's say you're doing three episodes a week, and let's say he makes another two hundred fifty k off YouTube. You're making a million dollars a week. Right. So without stand up, without deals, without his piece of on it, whatever he owns on that. You're making fifty-two million dollars a year. Holy! I'm shit, not a fucking dude. economist, but I think the livable difference between <laughs> fifty-two million a year and a hundred million a year is pretty negligible. Right. It's true. Fair. 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 I, 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 I don't. I don't no think idea. that he. Do you think that he apologized because he was thought that he was in jeopardy of losing stuff? I think that Joe Rogan is just like he's brilliant on so many things, but he's like kind of in the middle. Like he doesn't take hard stances on lots of stuff, and I think he just thought. That he could say sorry. He's too nice. And, yeah. 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 Like, dude, nice. I, I've heard he him talk really about nice. CNN. Like, like, oh, you know, they just got to get the right people in there. They could yep. turn that ship around. It's like, bro. Yeah. Holy even, shit. How do you not defended Sanjay Gupta after Sanjay Gupta yeah. like stabbed him in the back after all that? Like Sanjay Gupta yeah, acted like, oh, he was going to threaten me, and then that Joe Rogan still defends him. Like, oh, he was just kidding around. Like, yeah. That that kind of but that that didn't set right with me. There's a lot of things that Joe has done that hasn't set very well oh, yeah. with me for a long time. But he is well, one of those guys on the moon landing. but it's one one thing too where it's like um you know joe is one of those guys he's so i've I've met him twice performed with him twice um and the thing i'll say is he he genuinely is that nice and caring and and you know i think for him it was like uh if people feel bad i feel bad and and i'm sure people are speculating like who do you think he talked to or who do you think's giving him advice? And I go, probably Chappelle, because he's the one who's gone through this most recently. Right. But my gut is that Dave was just like, listen, if you genuinely feel bad or remorseful, then apologize for that. But understand, none of this is going to end. No. Like, it's right. not. that's not going to end it. These people are going to slit your throat. The problem with a guy like Joe is Joe's a guy who is so introspective and is so curious about the world that. If somebody literally cut his throat, he would be like uh, the first person to go like, I need to understand where they're coming from. Like, I need to. I'm sure they had a good reason as to murder me to say. And it's just like, nope, I don't believe in the goodness in humanity that much. I've experienced enough of this shit to know that they literally were like, oh, you apologize. You're sorry. Cool. Right. Get the fuck out of it. Like, they do not care. These people are savages. They have no purpose in their life. They hate everyone. The only reason they hate Joe Rogan is because he's a, a, a wildly successful multimillionaire. And everyone who thinks Joe Rogan is bad, it has nothing to do with what he talks about. It has nothing to do with misinformation. They don't believe he deserves the money and the power that he has and that they want it gone. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Yeah. Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's T-S-I-D-P-O-D. Because the system is down and truth is taking over. Right. Yeah, I always think of that yeah. Bill Burr bit too, when he's like, uh, he's like, just don't apologize, <laughs> just say, just say no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, unless you truly, he's like, unless you really feel you should, but he's like, he's like, just say no. What are they gonna do? Nothing. 
And he's right. He's like they, they could especially, especially, especially to him. Right. Especially to him. They, Joe they Rogan has like, more listeners than CNN. All the CNN yes. shows combined. And more yeah. fuck you money than anybody. Yeah. But see, all of them. they they would they might do something someday if he doesn't, you know, heal a bit. I mean, they've been known to do that. Right. Right? Yeah, I but, mean, if you you can't have that much, you can't be getting your own signal out greater than the cathedral signal. No, but Dave, you you're right. They won't let you do that. So yeah, I mean, I you first you send in the economic hitman, right? <laughs> let me hit your part, your your wallet, and then right. uh, you know, see well, if that works. Well, it was funny because we it shifted so quickly from from misinformation about COVID when that wasn't working. I mean, it was like a one night turnover to he dropped yeah. the N word a hundred times. Yeah. And I was right. like, Holy I heard, shit. I heard a political pack put that out. Like, people, yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't like some dude who was like, "Gotcha." Like, but I, that video has been out for four years. Yeah, see, I right. see Well, and then, and then yeah. I'm. Just, I mean, enth enthusiasts like me are always, you know, I don't know if you guys are on the emails, but anytime there's an N word <laughs> supercut, I think I get the first draft. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, and then, uh, and you know what's coming next? To make sure it's a good, it's a Dave, good one. Go, if this doesn't go work, there's going to be a Me Too story, dude. No doubt. Uh, oh, probably. No doubt. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did you the, see when the, 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 the White House openly came out and was like, "Hey, Spotify, do something about Joe Rogan." Right. Like they're not even hiding it. Like it's right. just openly. Well, he gets like, more listeners than the than, than he gets more listeners than than uh, White House press conferences, dude. Which, by the way, when you point out that that's what fascism is. All the dumb fucking pro progressive lefties are like, no, it's not. Fascism is like you gotta kill Jews. And yeah, you're like, right. no, nah, bro, it's actually not. It's actually when the government openly uh, confers with the fucking private organization and plots something you know, like against somebody. Like that's what fascism is, you idiot. It's a blending of those two things. Right. Fascism hey. is when Donald Trump killed a bunch of Jews back in World War II. Yeah, exactly. That's Nazism. Yeah, don't fascism, you guys remember bro. that? Come on. Yeah, don't remember him. Him and Mel Gibson went back in their time machine <laughs> phone booth. <laughs> they were there and went, carlin was there door. too but uh carlin is on our side and and then you know uh, that can be true no matter what side you're in one of the <laughs> things that i think george would hate the most if he were still alive is how both sides try to weaponize his comedy to right. make their own fucking argument yeah 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 how, how did a generation that grew up on people like george carlin and richard pryor get such pussy south park how did they become such did you, pussies did dude, you guys see james did you guys see james klug's video he walked down venice beach interviewing people about the joe rogan thing and yes. every black uh -huh. person was like i don't give a fuck and every white person was like <laughs> shut him down Shut yeah. him down. He needs to go. We learned from George Floyd that this is not the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the, the, no, 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 no. The teachings of George Floyd. They said. I said, right, what? yeah. Fucking oh, cheap oh, teachings God. of George Floyd. Dude, Get out isn't of that like, wow. Isn't that psychotic? How he's becoming like Tupac. <laughs> he's, like, he's like the martyr, dude. The guy was the guy well, was the dumping MLK. meth into his fucking vein, dude. Right before dude, this, this did, altercation, and the you guys president like, the, said the, that he's had more of an impact yeah, than MLK. That was psychotic. Are you serious? Teachings of George Floyd, like. What the, the yeah okay look listen the dude shouldn't have kneeled on his fucking head for eight minutes okay I get <gasps> yeah, that no shit but right. the teachings of the meth head yeah. that was in and out of jail that had beat up well, I mean, they're, was a they're literally painting over they're, they're literally things. painting over murals of Cesar Chavez in Los Angeles <laughs> to put up murals of George Floyd. <laughs> I mean, are oh, we fuck? Are you guys out of your fucking this, minds? Dude, half this country is legitimately retarded. It's fucking crazy. Oh yeah, All right, we got some uh, super chats. Will Hobson, thanks, man. Five dollars super chat. He said, "Will you participate in a wet T-shirt contest fundraiser to help the LP recuperate the ten thousand dollars the party is going to waste on per personal protective equipment in Reno?" Yes, uh, I will. No, I won't. I'm just kidding. Uh, you should. Do 
My favorite part about referring to the Libertarian Party as LP is it's also what little people uh, abbreviate <laughs> themselves as. So when he goes, we're going to help the LP recuperate we're the 10K midgets. they're going to waste on PPE. I'm like, what are they going to spend it on? Like stools and little reefers <laughs> and Yes. <laughs> no, they are. They did this. So so I didn't even I didn't even realize this happened in the convention budget for the convention. They put $10,000 for like gloves and hand sanitizer and masks and shit oh. i'm like no motherfucker this is the when party of protection noted that the theme of this convention is called liberty unmasked, unmasked. right Fake that's literally fucks. what it's called Dude, when, yes. when you said pre- for protection i thought you meant like security no. not freaking no covid they're spending there. way more on this stuff Jesus. than security well, well like, how fucking blue can you get like they're first included. of all we're the party of, of personal responsibility motherfucker if you want to protect yourself bring your own Purell, bring your bitch. own shit <laughs> Don't make the party yeah. pay for it. Well, we also we, love we the idea that tickets. stay home. If you're scared, stay home. That's even better for the rest of us. Yeah, I fucking I also love that it, it, it's a con- whether regardless of the subject matter, it's a convention. These people are going to wear masks and gloves, and then they're all going to go back to their hotel rooms and have the most heinous, unprotected group sex. <laughs> Exactly. And they're, ever dude, they're gonna be imagine. they're gonna be they're gonna be sharing fucking weed pipes and drinking off bottles together, and it's like, dude, <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. And condoms, blown, we don't blown, yeah, condoms. blowing the same cocks. Uh, Magoo, yeah. thanks for the five dollars super chat. He said, Denny and Nutter, have you all seen David Cross? Uh, David Cross's bit on wishing the unjabbed death. Are we now in the world of right versus left comedy? David Cross is a gate a great case study on how the wrong pussy can destroy your entire existence. <laughs> yep. Like this man, yep. literally, uh, he stumbled across some traveling pants, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, the guy who was dropping n words in specials is now like doing this, wishing the death on people. You know what I love too is uh, I made a joke on Twitter, and this is this is what I'm so good at, and this uh, this is why I believe that not to, not to jerk myself off too much, but what I'm the reason I'm the most canceled comedian on the internet is because I, I have a great way of being able to type shit. That isn't actually offensive, but what the person receives is offensive and what they think is offensive. So I just said on Twitter, uh, my favorite part of Twitter is getting lectured about my medical choices by the, the comedian who probably killed his wife. Oh, Jesus. I didn't say who it was, but the amazing thing was David Cross jumped in and commented and goes, this is fucking disgusting. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, blocked me. And I was gay. like, well, way to out your friend, numb nuts. <laughs> Obviously, we know <laughs> you just told everybody who we're talking about. Right. Yeah. He's, so. a, he's a little bitch too. that guy, man. Fucking imagine. Oh, apolog- Dude, imagine apologizing for, for being friends Dude, with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, what a fucking po- and by the way that's the thing about like doing com- comedy that i hate because like i pat oswald as a comic i think is very good but like he's such a fucking douchey piece of shit as a person well, like the idea like, that fucking- <laughs> so here's what's amazing the idea this idea and this is what i disagreed with about rogan's apology when he got to the planet of the apes part is like yo first of all don't try to tell us that's not a racist joke that is a racist joke you made a racist right. joke it's right. fucking racist. Own it. But the part you should have defended is it's a fucking joke. Right. It's a joke. It's racist on purpose to be funny. My only goal was to make you laugh. If it offended you, go fuck yourself. Well, That's and, what and, here's a, and here's the thing is a lot of the times, you know, <clears throat> we, we can call them racist jokes. That's fine. Okay. Racist jokes. But they're stereotype jokes, right? Which right. is like 70 fucking percent of comedy is making fun of stereotypes, dude. That's what that's you know what I mean? Like, that's hilarious. That shit is or always just funny. The, Everyone does. Or it. just the idea that comedy is about saying the wrong thing, which, right. you know, is wrong to be funny. Right. That's what and makes Pat- it funny. Exactly. And if Patton and if Patton doesn't believe that, why don't you go, go back and watch the comedians of comedy documentary where he stands up and tells all of the comedians at the table he wants to make a toast in this giant crowded restaurant. 
Galifianakis, Maria Bamford, Posehn, Cross, they all stand up. And as soon as he raises his glass, he screams, white power. <laughs> and says nothing else. So obviously you're using racism, right? To make a funny what? joke and make your friends feel embarrassed in this public place. Don't fucking tell me you're above it, dude. I, I got the receipts. Right. Right. I, yeah, yeah, but he canceled that black friend of his. So I mean, he's probably fine. I mean, that makes him less racist. Yeah, less racist right. if you cancel the only black friend you got, dude, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but jo right. jo Josh, Josh says something that's so obvious about comedy that everybody just forgot. It's like, no, we say shit that's crazy wrong because that's what's funny about it, just by itself. Like right. sometimes that is the funny thing. Like you know, I, I had a, I had a woman come up to me recently, like an older lady come up to me recently after after a show. And she was like, that that priest joke was was a little out of sorts. I was like, yeah, Thank that's you. the whole point. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, don't I, come I, to my I next show. Okay. <laughs> well, this is what's funny is like because I've used it in tweets or jokes, people are like, say it. You just want to say it all the time. Right. I think you've found like five tweets over 10 years where I put it in a joke. The only joke I've ever done it on in stage is when I'm telling a story about my father uh, referring to my girlfriend as a sand N word. Right. Uh, and then his his thing, I had dated all black one up till then. And he goes, well, I guess, you know, sand N word is a little bit better than all the way N word. <laughs> and then in the bit, right, I, I highlight it. Go, oh, my God, my dad is so wrong. He's so, you know, and, and people are like, why are you censoring on the YouTube? I'm not trying to get you kicked off your stream. But my point is uh, in the punchline, I go, dad, that's wrong. You're you know, you, you're you're a dinosaur. You got to come to the times, man, like sand N words way worse. So the funniness in that punchline is that I'm correcting what he said that's wrong with my thing that's also wrong, right? right? Like, right. I'm playing the part of a fucking idiot in my act, and if you're too stupid to realize that, sure. maybe you should stop going to comedy shows. Well, and it's so funny, because, look, I'll, 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 the only people... The only people that are getting quick. canceled for this shit, the only comedians that are getting canceled for this shit, let's be honest, it's fucking white people, right? Because like 50% of black comedians' acts are about white people, and it's fucking of hilarious. Course. It's fucking hilarious. It's, I love it. I it, love it. You're right. Trade, Unless they're trans yeah, white people. I, I'm telling you, the, again, recently I, I did a joke where I say the word faggot because my it's wife- It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's super funny. No, because my wife called me that about, I was scared. I'm scared of bees- Okay. And yeah. Yeah. That's not important. The important part is she pretty much was like, get out of the way, faggot. So I just repeated what she said to me. And I've said it this a bunch. Are you of outing times. your wife as a homophobe here? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> she's a, speci she's a hey. specious and a homophobe, right? <laughs> but, uh, but, like, and then someone came up to me after. She's like, "It's like, oh, you can't say that word because you're not gay." I was like, "I didn't say it." <laughs> so it was called that to me, and I'm just telling the fucking story. I'm reiterating. Like, I'm reiterating. <laughs> like, it's not. Also, shut the fuck up. It's comedy. Like, oh, don't worry about it. Here's the other thing I love too. How does she know you're not gay? She doesn't know you're not True. gay. She's just saying you're not gay. That's like when people. So this is my. This is how you fight it now. When people go, you can't make those jokes. You're not black. I go, how do you know? yeah you don't know i'm not black yeah and they go do you, are you black and i go i have no idea you guys want to <laughs> pay the money and find out we'll i'll do a test but that, it's like you don't fucking know the, do you guys know logic the rapper oh yeah that yeah. kid is as white as i am and, and his father is, is is full black yeah right so yeah. it's like this the whole point is we're entering a time with so where there's so much race mixing which people should be in favor of by the way uh <laughs> you know like where uh, it's there's going to be no discernible difference between people. So to clutch onto these concepts of like uh, you can, I, I almost felt like Matt Walsh when people are like, you can't say it, you're not black, and I go, what's black? Right. 
So, because if you really break it down and you go, well, black is someone who has a sub-Saharan African uh, um, uh, in their in their DNA, right? And it's like, okay, well, what if I have a light-skinned Egyptian in my DNA? By your definition, we're both black, right? So it's just like this. It's so when you start to unravel it, like Walsh says about when you just ask a trans person what is, or a non-binary person, like what is a woman? Their whole argument deteriorates because they're using they're, they're kind of using things that they can't even define. That was the most beautiful fucking like little tidbit of internet. Gotcha, beautiful dude. It was so gorgeous. He's like, okay, what's a woman? And they were like, well, well, well. And he's just like, yeah, exactly. It was just fucking. Yeah, I love. I I well, I don't identify as a woman. Uh, this is what I love. They go, I don't identify as a woman, so it's not my place to define right. what woman is. It's like how fucking retarded are we? Right? Who like, wrote the dictionary? A dictionary? Like, and yeah. what does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is well. It, so this this put me onto a whole new bit. I started writing today. Right when people go, what could you possibly know about the black experience as a white man? And I go, you know, uh, the ex, the world renowned expert on elephants isn't another elephant. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's no one has ever gone to the zoo and the fucking lady's giving a tour, and there's not a black woman standing at the cage going, What the fuck you know about what it is to be a lion? You is not a lion. All right. You is a white lady. Go well, sit down. Well, it's really all right? funny. Bring one of the lions out to explain to us my, what lionism is. My, and then my, everyone my, gets eaten. My brain, my brain went right to like, Another elephant just leading around with a bunch of humans staring at the elephants. <laughs> let us go. Let I me know. show That's you guys funny. what it is. Yeah, it's like so. Obviously, we have so many situations where we defer to experts that aren't the thing that they are, right? Like, uh, so this idea that you have to be something to have any perspective on the experience is absurd. And race is the only place in society where we make that exception. Well, I'll tell you, I grew up. I grew up in a in a neighborhood, uh, almost a whole city that was basically in the neighborhood I lived in. I was one of two white families, right? That's how I grew up. Uh, I basically didn't know I was a white kid until I was about twelve, and uh, and uh, I got beat up. And then you old. found out you were a Jewish, and you were really pissed. Yeah, then I was really upset. No, I, I uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Josh beat himself up like a liar. I'm only, liar I'm, only half, I'm only half. I'm only half. I'm only half. I'm only half Jew. So he I half uh, beat himself up. No, so so I got beat up a lot when I was a kid, right? Like, and 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 I got invited to the barbecue, right? Like when I was you know early teens, and and now I'm cool with everybody that I grew up around, right? I didn't get that way by uh, running out in public and screaming, these black people need help and I have to save them. I got that by fighting them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like legitimately <laughs> fist fighting these people until they were like, all right, you're cool, honky. Come hang out with us. And then it was like we made racist jokes at each other all the time, constantly. You know what I mean? And it and it's it's never like this shit is never it's never like. It's never the black people that are offended, dude. It's always some white person. And that video that you were talking about earlier, Denny, uh, at the uh, who was it that did the the fucking interviews on the beach there? And uh, it was all oh, the... uh, J James Klug, I think. Yeah, is his name. yeah. And or is it Jason Klug? It's it's a J name. I don't know. But at the end, he's like, he went up to this one like black dude, and he's like, he's like, hell no, I don't care. What do you think I'm going to say? As soon as I get on, one, on my own show like that, I'm going to say the same exact thing. Hell yeah, N-word. You know what I mean? And, and, <laughs> and it was like, it's so true because like they, that community, like the community I grew up in is, and, and Adam knows, and, and this was one of the big problems with Maj Touré for the, you know, the hoity-toity white, white boys in the Libertarian Party is that lingo is just normal mm. where they're from in that community, dude. You know what I mean? Like, and, and nobody cancels each other over it. You get in fistfights and then you're friends, you know? Yeah. 
don't Especially know. growing up playing football. Yeah, like football and I wrestled yeah. and and I grew up in the oh, hood. I grew up in the hood, dude. Like the legitimate hood, you know. Dan like wouldn't the know clan anything. Clan hood? That. No, not you that kind of hood. hood. No, not okay. that kind of hood. They no well, yeah. they don't allow Jews, Dan. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, it's just it's it's so dumb. I mean, it's like the idea of no perspective on it. And I remember if anybody watched the long form interview I did with Rand Van Lathan after my first canceling in 2018. Like the funny thing is, is TMZ clipped that together and just put white man hurls the N word at Van Lathan. And it's like, <laughs> no, we, we actually had a nuanced discussion about two things, right? Racial experience and and language in arts. And the first part was he literally told me to my face about growing up with a mother dating a black guy after my parents divorced, that that wasn't that was not enough of an experience in racism. It's like, who the fuck are you to tell me? what my experience felt like isn't that your side's whole argument about everything yeah. is that right. feelings matter more than facts right and by the way as a, as like an eight or nine year old kid i wasn't walking through the mall like yeah all these people yelling uh uh n-word to uh him and all the black people uh yelling race traitor to him like you think that didn't affect you think i was just walking by like well this none of this bothers me i'm a white man i'll grow up to be a white man someday and this will be fine it's like you can't tell people that they don't know what it's like to experience racism. You also just can't assume that everyone has experienced racism because of the color of their skin or their race or anything. That you, that's why we fucking talk to each other and we do podcasts and we listen to each other's stories. And we that's make the whole jokes purpose with of each storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. This idea that we important. could just size somebody up and decide what their story is means like what I said earlier, we're not listening to each other anymore. We just put people in boxes and there's no need for us to communicate. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Trading uh, places and uh, blazing saddles was a long time ago. Oh, like, dude. Yeah. And and we went. It's just been a complete downgrade. Trading until, places yeah. is one of the greatest uh, movies of all time. That should have ended racism on the spot. We, we, this is you. how exactly, man. You should be able to whatever find e funny things in each other's cultures and you know, yeah, yeah have well, jokes uh, about uh, that. Yeah, again, absolutely. it's always like liberal white people. Like, I always say this. They go, uh, "Oh, you're punching down." I go, "Okay, what does punching down mean?" To you, describe that to me in your own words. And 99 times out of 100, they go, well, punching down means making fun of something less than you. I go, stop, Ooh. stop. So you just said oh. that this thing I'm saying, making fun of is less than you because oh. you're we're white and they're not. Please continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're doing great. You're doing just great. Uh, <laughs> sir, I've seen the news that you're hanging yourself. Oh, yeah. oh, little, shit. oh, no, no. You cinched it. Well done. So. <laughs> uh, Outlaw Barber, thanks, uh, has been a member for four months, man. Thank you. He says, in general, anyone that gets to the level of power that Rogan has has already been compromised by the cathedral generally. Something to think about. And that's kind that's of true, a hard Robert. argument to, yeah, that'd be hard to argue against, I think. Yeah. He yeah. also he also says that Josh Denny's his favorite comedian that's that's. Uh, blocked him yeah i don't think i uh, blocked him i think he said i blocked him on twitter and i, I don't think he's actually blocked I have, I have no idea he's 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 a longtime supporter of the show four months supporter of the show so appreciate it man does he follow me on twitter ask him i don't, I don't know i don't know Do you, are you gonna go block him adam you're gonna go block if him. he doesn't follow me, i'll block his ass oh uh, shit follow me dude i would never block you i would never do that yeah we gotta you. get we gotta get our, our homie dave casey's uh numbers back up man i know oh, these are rookie, rookie numbers fucking band they pull, i would yeah, plug man. my own but i'm just gonna plug dave because he needs it more yeah dave really needs it right I, now. yeah i also i also have like uh the the reason i bring that up is because there are a lot of people i follow that are like in the anti-government libertarian sort of patriot sure. space and I'll just go in and all of a sudden, neither of us are following each other or one of us is blocked. And it's somebody I actually know in person. I'll text them and I go, did you block me? And they'll go, uh, no. 
and then they'll go into their profile and be mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is this? Like 10 of my people are blocked yeah. from me. Yeah, it's, it's, to keep to me us, too, it's to keep us from communicating with each other and growing anything we're talking about in any sort of numbers. Oh, yeah. I lose followers all they'll the time. Name. They'll unfollow people like for you. Like, like, well, here's, here's a good. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And here's a good example of this, too. Um, so the Trevor Noah thing, you could say, well, that trended, Josh, because that was a trending thing because of the Noah and Rogan and everything else. Right. The very next uh, day or a couple days later, the Brian Flores lawsuit was trending crazy. And I actually tweeted that I was in support of it, that I think the numbers don't lie. I think there's some kind of problem with the NFL in terms of hiring. It's kind of hard to explain to me that you got an 80% black league and two fucking black coaches in the league that are head coaches. It just doesn't make sense. And they're firing coaches uh, with winning records. And Mm -hmm. now we're finding out they're paying black coaches to fucking lose games to get draft picks. And then they literally will throw the record at the coach and go, you have a losing record and they'll fire them and they'll bring in a white dude. It's like, that looks like racketeering. And it also Mm -hmm. looks like it's fucking up the, the league. That tweet, by the way, talking about something that was just as big of a story went nowhere. And I was like, interesting how I trend when I'm critical of a black celebrity, but when I'm critical of the NFL in, in support of a black person's lawsuit, nothing, right? right? It's almost like Twitter wants to perpetuate the, the myth that I'm some sort of white supremacist. Yeah, well, it's it's better than me. I Nothing that I have trends ever anymore. So uh, I used I used to have a ton of, I used to be like 20,000 followers, man. And then Twitter, Twitter chopped me off at the knees and made me start over. And I haven't been able to get over like 5,300 uh, ever since. Yeah. So. If I, if I ever get deplatformed from there, I won't go back. It's yeah. like a love hate thing. I, I, I'm on it all the time because unfortunately that's where my fan base developed over the years. So, you know, it's like, it's almost like I have to feed the beast, but if they shoot it in the head, I'll just be like, all right, cool. Finally, this thing that was occupying way too much of my time, I don't have to do anymore. Dan, Dan, so, and Dan just, how have I'll you not got kicked else. off? How have you not get kicked I mean, you're like off Twitter, the conspiracy guy, dude. I, I don't know. Like, I, I usually play it kind of safe. Like, I, I kind of do what Josh did, where you kind of, you know, um, you make it palatable on the surface, like what the algorithms can, what the bots can actually find. I try to, you know, make things a little bit uh, cryptic enough that the bots can't figure it out, but there's, uh, you know, the nuance it can be seen through by actual humans uh you can all check me out by the way at uh, dvg pod because uh he needs more <laughs> likes than i do um, and i, no, I don't know point. if you if you adhere to the terms of service and you're not actually like attacking people or yeah. you know you you pretty that's why people are like how are you not because i don't get in and call people like faggot or something on right on twitter i just say my jokes and you know they they let them go. I'll say something is that... retarded, but I won't say a person is retarded. That, so, that's the yeah. trick, though, Adam. Yeah. That's that what is you got to do. I called Howard Stern something. Dude, or you can got, or you can do a phrasing things phrasing things in a question form is always great. Like yes. you know if you're somebody that thinks this, you might be fucking retarded. Right? <laughs> like, okay, I'm telling you, <laughs> if you have memes and memes, I should be taking notes if, right if now. If the memes calling you retarded, that doesn't get like flagged for some reason. Yeah, you guys there's no text. Did you guys yeah. see Polpo? That's how memes started. You, you guys know El Polpo, right? Like he's pretty famous for being the biggest troll on the internet. They're doing a thing tonight that I forgot I agreed to this first, but uh, him and uh, Jose Galasan from Tower Power, uh, they're doing like some sort of. Are they actually doing of, that tonight? Yeah. Oh shit! What's I was, going on right now, I was I supposed to be on that too. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I didn't know that Me was tonight. Too. Nobody, nobody ever reached out Josh to me. Josh was about supposed it. to be there. Dave was supposed to be there. We were all supposed to be there. Oh, shit, <laughs> dude. That's good. Well, yeah. Should we just beep them in from the other <laughs> yeah, line? Yeah, just bring them over <laughs> here. We'll do it on this show. No, Popo. So Hang Popo, up. We'll figure this thing out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. No, so so uh, Popo just got removed for his like hundredth time from Twitter for uh, tweeting at Hillary Clinton that she gives him a boner. Literally, Twitter <laughs> removed him for that. <laughs> Like what the I mean, it, it is disinformation. I mean, nobody actually T-shirts on my Twitter that say "Boner Factory" with a silhouette <laughs> of a chick and an American flag, and Dude, they're like, "This is fine." It's just so <laughs> dumb how Twitter is like you can't say retarded, but there you could just show some guy skull fucking a chick, right? And that's totally right. cool. Yeah. like that's wild. Or you could show a boner, but you can't say right. somebody is a boner or you have a boner, but you can show the actual. Well, you guys song. remember what I got removed for? My my twenty thousand followers were all gone because I said one word one death that was it that was all i said and it was that that whatever the fuck it was uh that 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 college professor that was saying we needed to normalize uh the term minor attracted person because yeah all i did was comment <laughs> all i did was comment in in the comment thread death one word that's my whole tweet and gone boom the next day i was gone for good and they would not give me my account back it wasn't a wow. temporary ban it was a, a a full full on uh forever ban sounds like a terroristic threat to that me that still that still <laughs> makes more sense than dave's i'll be honest like dave just said what howard stern had some prostitutes on his show or I something said like that, that he was he i said that he was a whore yeah, yeah. yeah. he did yeah. say yeah. the whore yeah, word yeah, yeah, you know what's crazy, amazing yeah. is that when I called women whores for not knowing they were pregnant at six weeks, supporting the abortion ban, that didn't get taken down. All the times <laughs> I've done jokes that uh, I use the N-word in, none of those have ever been taken down, even though they've all been reported millions of times. What's amazing is the only joke Twitter ever told me to take down was I said, Billie Eilish's music is so bad that we should have fed Michael Jackson as many kids as he needed, right? <laughs> Obviously a fucking joke. And that was the only joke that they ever told me to take down. Wow. Right? It's amazing. I'm surprised. That's I'm surprised. A... That's more up their alley. I would yeah, think. you think and they'd also, like that. Was like, I didn't say let him fuck. I said fed, right? Like it's like the thing I <laughs> you sick bastards. I didn't say that. <laughs> it's just so, but it's so funny. It's just like they were just like this one. You have to take down. I was like, no problem. I don't care. That's it's not that. It's not that great of a joke. Although it did really piss a lot of people off. Sounds you like change your, change your display picture to to being a black person. Can you say the n word all you want? I think like, so. Yeah. I, I am genuinely curious. Like, do, can black people say it with the soft day? It's got to be the soft day. Really? Can't be the I, hard I don't know what black Twitter rules are. But. Yeah. Um, it's so it's so dumb. By the way, on Twitter, on Twitter is the stupidest thing, right? Because I, you know how many white fans of mine just have accounts with black avatars and they just say whatever they want. Oh, yeah. Wild oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's only funny if you know who that person really is. <laughs> right. Uh, Jack Casey, what's up, man? Thanks for checking us out. He said, you mean Fox News Kennedy famous Tower Power Hour? Uh, listen. <laughs> listen. Reed is in a, in a class on his own. If they put Cole fat dave on there it would be they we would none of us in the libertarian twitter yeah. world would ever get he'll back drop on he'll drop an, he'll drop an n2 quick and yeah it'd be, be like the first 30 <laughs> seconds he's on there he'll he'll be dropping in bombs and uh, he'll be like 
<laughs> yeah. Exactly. Is this thing on? Hi. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I got to get on Kennedy. You guys got to help me get on Kennedy next. I need to go on I there get on and just say sure, sure repeatedly. Dude, did you see how that will take out? the she, offer to get on Kennedy? She if, had if uh, just doling them out. Kennedy had Olivia Rondeau on like a yeah. week ago. Yeah. And, yeah. and she asked her, she's like, oh, do you like hang out with truckers? She's like, no, not really. But I do know this one guy, Reed. You should check him out. And then he came like, on a week later. Like a week later, dude. Yeah, yeah man. It's pretty, That's pretty how cool. works. It's awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Well, guys, we're getting to the end of the the one hour public stream of course we'll have a, a up to did we talk about any conspiracy theories nah, nah the the mass thing a little bit i don't know that was mm. it i got oh man i had a good one too. you guys want to oh, talk sorry, about I'll sandy hook or the holocaust which one? Oh shit we'll do that in the <laughs> members wanna, only wanna, dude my, my favorite conspiracy that i'm that, that excites me the most is the idea that the reason that hitler thought blonde hair blue-eyed people were the superior races because he met anunnaki aliens and they told him about the history of humanity and that's why he was obsessed with space travel. Let's get into the bonus chat. That is a fucking good one, dude. <laughs> Dave, what, Dave, Dave, what were you going to talk about? He was about? gay and thought that they were handsome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Handsome. Have you ever seen the cocks on these fucking guys? <laughs> one, I, I saw Dr. Uh, Liana Chen from oh, CNN, yep. famous, the, the awful one. I saw that she popped up in... Uh, like during the Boston bombing. Oh yeah, she was uh, right outside the Boston bombing Bro, on CNN. Jake Tapper's interviewing her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I treated all these people and blah blah blah. And she gave her story. Man, that was crazy. Also, conspiracy theory of the day: uh, Did the Libertarian Party of Texas uh, set that convention up to keep people away? I would say yes. It had. It was so bad. The line. The, so bad. Vouch, they don't even vouch want to do it on there. Vouch, I, don't, the I don't know what happened. More oh, like douche. And Joe Walsh. Like yeah. that's your yeah. keynote speaker. They're playing with our emotions. That's, that's your fucking doing. keynote speaker, bitch. Well, because look, they're the last big state that hasn't been taken over. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they don't want people to come, yeah. right? So they can keep it. Yep. That's Joe it. Walsh is insufferable. Oh, yeah, so he's, a, he's, he's so he's bad. A cunt. He's so bad. I had some guys here in Iowa that were like trying to court him for the Libertarian Party, and and they they told me about it, and I was like, oh god, no, why? Please no. Seriously, you don't you yeah, don't want to bring that awful. anti-Trumpism over here to the Libertarian Party. It's like that's fine, be anti-Trump, but if it's your entire personality, it's all you talk about. It, you're you're insufferable and boring. Like I don't want to talk about the, it to you. If the Libertarian has any uh, Libertarian Party has any intelligence, they'll keep me fat. Because if I ever lose enough weight to look good in a suit, everybody's fucking doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I I am I'm fat and I look pretty good in a suit. Dave knows he's seen me. Yeah, but no, like I can't walk around with my Chris Christie body and make great points. They'll never land. <laughs> They'll never land. Fuck it, man. You constantly have to pull your fucking suit down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, guys, I love you to death. Before we uh, head out to the members only stream, uh, Adam, where can people find you, support you, listen to you, all that great stuff? Uh, check me out at Adam Nutter. Uh, come, come to a show, a Shalfon, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philly, uh, this Saturday, uh, the 12th. Get your tickets, droptent.com slash events. April 30th, I'll be up in New Hampshire at the Shell headlining. So come on out, get your tickets again, droptent.com slash events. Go check out the Cult of Us, youtube.com slash Cult of Us, my comedy podcast, and the Porcupine. That's my libertarian po- uh, podcast, adamnutter.com slash, I mean, youtube.com slash adamnutter. Awesome. Dan, where can people find you, you support you, listen to you, all that great stuff? You can find me at davesmithexposed.com or at DVG Pod on Twitter. And uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, I'll be around. Hell yeah, man. Hey, everybody, go follow DVG Pod on Twitter right yeah. now as soon as you're Great done idea. here. Uh, Mr. I would do. Mr. Casey, where can the people find you, support you, listen to you, all that great stuff? Have you put out an episode in a while, man? What's going on? No, man. I'm rebooting, but I'm doing because we're going to start 
look, the Twitter thing really shook me. So yeah, we're redoing stuff around here. We're going to start doing live shows instead of smart. Pre-recorded fuck it, we'll do it live. Stuff. Yeah, fuck smart. it. We'll do it live. Smart. smart. Um, so yeah, I had to reboot the Twitter stuff. That really hurt my feelings. Um, but yeah, I shouldn't really complain, man. I did not have 20,000 followers like you did. So it was uh, rough. We'll dude. get back there. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I totally get it. But, I'll, I'll, um, yeah, I'm taking you all with me, dude. You already know that. I need some it's of the like talk the Tower of bro. Babel, where Josh gets up to a certain height, and God's just like that's no. what they do, man. They trim no. the hedges, <laughs> and spread them yeah, amongst like a cat, amongst just lands. off the yeah. fucking shelf. <laughs> Mister Denny, where can people find you, support you, listen to you, all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah then go to my all new website at joshdennycomedy.com. Everything is on there. I have the Jankum podcast. Uh, I do a sports show called Big Uglies on Rockfin, and then of course. Uh, I have an entire season one of television that I've uh, wrote, directed, produced, hosted on Censored.tv called Next Week Tonight. Oh, yeah, the Next Week Tonight. That's that's good shit. I, I need to check out your sports podcast because I'm a sports guy, too. Yeah, if you're on Rockfin, check it out. We, yeah. uh, we the, You know, we call it Big Uglies because we talk about the big, ugly topics that nobody else will touch. Sure, sure. Good, good stuff. Well, guys, I appreciate you all to death. If you can give me just two minutes to close this out, we'll start the members only stream. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, oh, guys. Jacob Winograd sucks. Oh, dude, you got you got to hurt the Christian boys' feelings like that, man. <laughs> All right, guys, well, one second. All right, guys, another awesome episode of Break the Cycle. Uh, man, all those guys are great. Go follow them. Josh Denny's fucking hilarious. I love that guy to death. Of course, Dan, Dave, and Adam, uh, all three of my good friends. Go follow them. Support their shows. They all have great shows. Uh, and go see Adam Nutter live. I have not been able to do that yet, and he's hilarious. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that someday. Uh, guys, tomorrow on the show, the return of the prodigal son. Michael Heiss, the founder of the Mises Caucus, will be joining me uh, to go over all the great victories that we've had over the last year um, and hopefully poke the bear and piss off some Lulberts. It's going to be a good night. I always enjoy having conversations with Mike, so you should probably come check it out. We're going to free flow that one very easily because we have a lot to talk about. Um, go check out my sponsors, of course, TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break Cycle, where you can get this great Tower Power uh, Gang, Tower Gang shirt that you see me wearing tonight by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you can join my Patreon, subscribe star, or become a member of the YouTube channel under all of my videos by hitting the join link where you can get into a private Discord server with a great community of people. Just amazing, amazing people. Uh, and get all of Top Lobster's new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at a 30% discount. Good stuff, guys. Uh, plus, you'll be helping me out to travel to state conventions and uh, boot the losers on the LNC and get some uh, some integrity and, and truth and honesty and justice there. Um, so please help out if you can. And of course, executive producers of the show, anthemplanning.com. For all your emergency and crisis planning needs, check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Guys, I will see you tomorrow. I think Friday, no, Friday, no show. Uh, I'm taking my kids up to Kansas City to go to the um, uh, uh, Winter Jam concert because one of our kids couldn't go last time we went, and they, they want to go see Skillet and all the really cool Christian bands. Um, and for you guys who don't know, we're religious. So uh, it's a really cool, fun thing. If you haven't ever been to Winter Jam, it's like 10 bucks, super cheap. You get like, there's like 15 bands. It's a lot of fun. So uh, if you get a chance, go check it out. I'll be in Kansas City this weekend uh, watching that on Friday night um, and I think we're staying the night um, so no show Friday but I know Thursday I will have James Gentleman on as well so that's going to be a good show I'll see you guys for the show tomorrow with Michael Heiss but until then don't forget to break the cycle Due to legal reasons I just have to
explain The lyrics of my last song may seem to contain A violent call to action in the verse of the frame But I just landed in Minecraft The helicopter part 